Schwab Trading is now powered by Ameritrade to give you a new, elevated trading experience tailor-made for trader minds. Go deeper with Thinkorswim, the powerful, award-winning trading platforms now at Schwab. Unlock support from the Trade Desk, our team of passionate traders who live and breathe trading like you do. And sharpen your skills with an expanding library of online education crafted just for traders. All designed to help you trade brilliantly. Learn more at schwab.com slash trading. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. We're broadcasting live from ETF Exchange, BNY Mellon's ETF Symposium in Dana Point, California. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes. And uh, our next guest, uh, well, uh, David Kudla. He is uh, chief executive and the chief investment strategist for Mainstay Capital Management. He can be followed on Twitter at David underscore Kudla, K-U-D-L-A. David, thanks very much for being with us. Good afternoon, Pam. All right. Now, I've been trying to figure, I've been trying to think of an analogy that, you know, that, that would work here having to do with, with stocks. And I, and I was a kid, you used to fill a balloon with air, right? You blow it up and you rub it on your head and you stick it on the wall and it stays, but for a while. You have to keep doing that. Or if you pump air into a balloon, eventually it leaks out. Is that what's happened with central bank policy and equity prices, that all that money, it's really just sloshed into stocks? Yeah, we think that's largely what has happened. And, you know, not just our Federal Reserve, but central banks around the world, maybe even more so other central banks around the world, the ECB and BOJ. Uh, we've had uh, stimulus measure after stimulus measure. We've had, uh, since the, the Great Recession, there have been 650 rate cuts by central banks around the world, more than 650 rate cuts. Uh, and now we have negative rates in places. We have asset purchase programs the highest in history. And, you know, we look at what are many people consider some weakening fundamentals for, let's say, the U.S. stock market and other markets, but uh, the markets continue to do well because of TINA. There is no alternative. Uh, We have cash is dead money. Bonds have zero to negative yields and or very low yields. And so stocks, the the money continues to flow into stocks. and, And we believe, for instance, the bull market here continues to be fueled by central bank stimulus. Well, uh, a guest on the show, uh, the top of the show, actually, uh, Frank LaSala, who's with BNY Mellon and here at the ETF conference in Dana Point, uh, said that, in his view, even if the Fed raises rates once this year, you're still going to have so much accommodation. And we're really talking more about bonds and why he doesn't see bond yields rising much. If anything, maybe they could go a little bit lower and and stay in this this low, tight range. Is the same true for stocks? I think it, it, it may be true for stocks, but let's let's look at bonds first. And I'm, I might disagree with uh, the earlier guest uh, about bond yields. You know, we think there are bond yields on the intermediate, longer term end of the curve are uh, more a function of 
what's happening around the world than they are here. You know, our Federal Reserve controls, they, they pin the short end. They control the Fed funds rate. But when we look at 10-year and 30-year bonds, we saw yields rise recently because of, um, you know, what was happening with ECB, the, the now rumors about the operation reverse twist, potentially from the BOG, where they let the long end come up a little bit to steepen the yield curve. You know, uh, David, I mean, how does a, an, a chief investment strategist navigate this, this current landscape? Uh, what do the fundamentals tell you, and is there a divergence between the, what the fundamentals are saying and what policymakers are actually doing? Yeah, Pim, that's a great question. I, and I think that's what individual investors and professional money managers alike are frustrated with, because we live in this environment where, you know, if we look at fundamentals, we have a, a PE multiple that has expanded by 30% over the past year and a half, while the S&P 500 is essentially where it was a year and a half ago with volatility along the way. Um, you know, we look at other measures like price to EBITDA, which is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, before the accountants get a hold of it and start to manipulate earnings, which really is looking at raw earnings or free cash flow. That's at the highest ever. Uh, but there's a lot of measures we can look at in an economy that is growing at 1%, uh, that we've seen the ISM, ISM numbers come down recently, uh, job growth is slowing, and you know, we, so it's a matter of, you know, it almost becomes more a matter of how we handicap Fed policy. If we look at just a week and a half ago, on a Friday, one Fed president spoke and, uh, hawkishly, and the market went down 2.5%. On Monday, a Fed governor spoke and, uh, dovishly, and the market went up 1.5%, which shows us how fragile this bull market is at this point and how much it is a function more of central bank and central bank stimulus than fundamentals. Okay, give us one or two strategies. We've got about 30, 40 seconds left here, Dave, to make money or not lose it at a time like this. Sure. So to make money, you know, domestically, what do we do in the, in the waning years of a bull market? Well, we want companies that uh, have a good business model, uh, good quality companies, and, and can defend their market share and profit margins. That brings us to an ETF uh, like Moat, M-O-A-T, Vanek Vectors Morningstar Wide Moat ETF. Uh, companies like Harley-Davidson, are in there, an iconic American motorcycle brand. There, there will never be a motorcycle brand like Harley-Davidson, Microsoft, Amazon. Okay. You know, these are defensible business models. And around the world, we like emerging markets because of all the liquidity globally, and then, of course, non-correlated assets to give us that hedge on those days, weeks, months when Alrighty. the market takes a dive. Dave Kudla, CEO, Chief Investment Strategist, Mainstay Capital Management. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcast, And watch on Bloomberg Originals, Bloomberg Television, or BTV+. Brought to you by Sherm, a better workplace, a better world.